The biggest trade a Canadian NHL team made involved the Winnipeg Jets shipping off forward Andrew Kopp and a 2023 sixth-round pick to the New York Rangers for prospect Morgan Barron, a 2023 fifth-round pick, and two conditional second-rounders. So let's settle in on that for a second. How are you folks on what your team did in the trade deadline? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the RP Show. It is your favorite sports talk show, television or radio, I'm sure. Getting to be less and less of them all the time, but uh, we continue to grow, continue to broadcast from beautiful South Florida and uh, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where we join the Moose, Darren uh, DuPont. How you doing today, Moose? Welcome. Welcome in, sir. Doing really good. How's Florida this morning? Uh, good. It never fails that seconds before we go to where I kick the camera here and uh, I, <laughs> as you know, and I screw myself up entirely. So other than that, it's great. It's a little overcast, but you know what? Not as windy as yesterday. And I know that we've got our cameraman down on the beach, which is like a, not even a mile and a half from where I am, the Atlantic Ocean. You're going to see him. Uh, some shots of his as the day uh, goes on, as the show goes on here today, Moose. So thank you for asking. And, um, yeah, let's let her rip. Let's let her buck. Well, actually, no. Before we get to the Quick Six Showhorn, uh, some of our dearest friends are joining us on the program today from Sportsnet Flames. Ryan Leslie is going to join us. And from 3downnation.com, Justin Dunk. He'll be talking the latest. Is he going to have to change the website name to 4downnation.com? <laughs> Think of your first that? question. Oh no! <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, and we'll talk some NFL with Justin Dunk as well. As you see, Moose has the coffee going, but out here in the East, it's afternoon already. Let's go. Let's hit the quick six show horn, please. <laughs> Thank you for that. We will open with Tuesday's NHL leftovers, if you don't mind, uh, because it is a hockey first show. Connor Hellebuck made forty-two saves in Winnipeg, blank Vegas four nothing last night. Nick Ehlers and. Mark Scheifele each had a goal and an assist for Winnipeg. Pierre-Luc Dubois and Neil Pionk also scored. It was Hellebuck's fourth shutout of the season and number 28 for his career. And I'm opening with that game for a couple of reasons. One, we're very big in Winnipeg, as you know, Moose, where they watch us on Bell MTS cable, Game Plus TV. Uh, Bell MTS is Manitoba's preferred cable carrier. The injury-riddled Golden Knights extended their road skid to seven games. They've been shut out now in back-to-back games. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Full disclosure. I watched the game, or I watched the first period. It's in my commentary today at rodpeterson.com and on two radio stations. The Jets took 15 minutes to get their first shot on goal. I'm not telling anybody in Winnipeg anything that they don't know. But they got out of the period 0-0. Sarah Orleski, whom we love like families, hosting the panel in the intermission. She's like, can we not talk about the first period? Let's bring in Dave Poulin here from TSN to talk about a trade deadline recap. It was that bad. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to end well. Get up. Go to bed. I get up this morning. Check. <laughs> I turn on NHL Network, which is I just found out is a godsend. I hadn't watched it this much in a while. I'm like, what? The Jets won for nothing? What? So I'm sitting there going, neither team wanted to win this hockey game. And now they're getting what they deserve. Both teams, as we sit here today, are out of a playoff spot. Now the Oilers played and the Flames played, so I'm not going to belabor this anymore, but it just seems like neither the Jets nor the Golden Knights deserve to be in the playoffs, Darren, after a game last night. Did you catch any of it? 
Yeah, I caught I caught part of the game. Now you know the Jets got a lot better as that game went along. Obviously, you can't go that long without getting a shot on goal, though. That's tough, especially you know when Thanks, you start Howie really, really when you get really good teams uh, in the playoffs. But you know what? The Jets are hanging around, man. Like that's two more points. They're flirting with the playoffs. They're a couple out. You know, Edmonton lost to Dallas, who's a team that's trying to get in, and, and Edmonton's holding on to one of those final spots in the division so um there, there might be a lot of movement here last night was a, a interesting night for that dylan mcdonald watching on youtube dylan i'd love to know where you are watching from he writes in and he says the tsn radio should pick you guys up since dan patrick is over at noon they could put you guys on right after dan i don't even know what market that's in there's about half as many tsn radio stations as there used to be but at least hey dylan you found us and that's the main thing uh bw writes g good morning rp squad the snow is quickly melting in the northern foothills of alberta uh awesome we'll be there before too too long which reminds me by the way the poll question today for capital automall universal collision center has somewhat surprising results the uh you guys if you remember yesterday i said who's the eastern conference favorites in the national hockey league and i just took the top two teams from each division out here for the west i did kind of the same thing top two teams from the pacific which are calgary and los angeles and i took the well two of the top teams from the central i took the colorado avalanche and i put the minnesota wild in there <laughs> st louis blues come on as if the blues are going to win the stanley cup uh, after what Minnesota did at the trade deadline. And Moose, I just wanted to point out, you probably have not seen the poll results, although maybe you have. Calgary's the runaway favorite so far, one out of 100 polls reporting. The Calgary Flames, our viewers are picking, to represent the Western Conference in the Stanley Cup. And if I may stop the presses, based on our viewers, the Calgary Flames from the West and the Florida Panthers in the East will meet in the Stanley Cup final on this show broadcast from both markets. How about that? And that's something that's amazing. Like, I mean, we yeah. just sit here and, and, uh, it wasn't like we looked at the uh, preseason poll rankings or we looked at power rankings or standings and said, where are we going to do our show from? You know, we went where we're wanted and where we're welcomed and, you know, with, with sponsors and with different things like that and markets we want to explore. And all of a sudden, those are the two teams that are playing so good. Then that's just hope that the teams do their part and it happens. Uh, speaking of Calgary. Logan Couture and Alexander Barbanov scored in a 28-second span in the third period, rallying San Jose over Calgary 4-3. Johnny Gaudreau, Dylan Dubé, and Michael Backlund scored for the Flames, who lost at home in regulation for just the second time in 19 games. But don't forget that they lost at home to Buffalo on Friday night. This is not obviously anything to panic about, and I don't think they are in Calgary, but they did lose at home in regulation to San Jose. In Dallas. Rupe Hintz and Denis Gurionov scored 24 seconds apart late in the third to rally Dallas as Edmonton lost for the first time this season after scoring the game's opening goal. I believe the final was 5-3. I didn't include it in my notes. It doesn't matter. It was a regulation loss for Edmonton. Does the score really matter? No points. Collar Yamamoto! Leon Dreisaitl and Evander Kane scored for the Oilers. Kane's looking good. I'll say that, but... 
they got to get into the playoffs. I didn't want to go through all the games, Moose, but I just I hear from our viewers they want, they want all the games. They're watching in every NHL market, so I'll fly through the rest here in one timer. Semyon Varlamov made 24 saves in his first shutout of the season, leading the Islanders past Ottawa three nothing. Martin Neckis and Tony D'Angelo scored in Carolina's slumping power play, and the Hurricanes stopped a four-game slide by beating Tampa Bay three two. In Washington, Nathan Walker scored the go-ahead goal hours after being called up, helping St. Louis snap a three-game skid with a 3-2 victory over Washington. A couple more here. Carson Soucy had two goals, and Daniel Sprong scored in his first game with the Seattle Kraken. They beat Arizona 4-2. In Pittsburgh, Jake Gensel scored twice during a furious second-period surge, and Pittsburgh breezed past Columbus 5-1. In New Jersey, Jack Hughes scored twice, and New Jersey broke loose for five second-period goals to erase an early deficit and beat the Rangers 7-4. In Detroit, Jakob Vrana scored twice. Detroit won for the second time in nine games, defeating Philadelphia 6-3. And finally, in L.A., Adrian Kempe and Quentin Byfield each scored twice, and shorthanded Los Angeles scored three times in the first 11 minutes to defeat Nashville 6-1. So coming out of Tuesday's games, before I move on to point two, do you have any thoughts on what went down last night? No, just what I mentioned off the top. I mean, when you got these playoff battles that are happening, you got you know, Winnipeg and Vegas, you know, battling for the final playoff spot in the wild card and Winnipeg's chasing Vegas and they win. So that's a kind of a big game. And then we see Edmonton trying to hang on to a playoff spot. They got into one, but Dallas is trying to catch in. Dallas beats Edmonton. So these kind of, they call them four point games is going to make things really interesting down the stretch. If these teams that are chasing, keep winning and the teams that are hanging on, keep losing, it's going to make the final weeks really exciting. Yeah, they already are, and I just think uh, on Vegas losing in Winnipeg, they're still my favorite team, the Vegas Golden Knights, for a few reasons. Biggest one is I got all the gear. What am I supposed to do with it now? Yeah. But, you know, we talked about the shorthanded LA Kings rally last night to win over Nashville, 6-1, and Nashville's a good team now. But then we talk about the shorthanded Golden Knights, and they're getting a pass, and they're raising the white flag on the season. And I don't usually give teams a pass because of injuries. Now, yeah, they're missing Riley Smith and Mark Stone and Patches and uh, the goalie Leonard. So I get it. But I just, again, I don't usually give teams a pass. How could I give my team a pass? But one day when you come down here, you'll meet the legendary Brian Dodge, the mayor of Dodge City. Staunch, staunch, staunch Lightning fan. As a matter of fact, every time the Lightning play, he lines his four sons up across the living room and make them all sing the national anthem, put their hands over their hearts for the Lightning games, which is great. And I go into his house the other night, and uh, I'm wearing a Golden Knight. I know, it is awesome, but I'm wearing a Golden Knight hat. He's like, you can't wear that in my house. And I'm like, stop it, Brian. Would you rather I wore a Florida hat? Good point. So anyways, that's, that's my take. I don't know how, if, if teams are willing to let their... Nobody's letting Montreal off the hook that Carey Price went into rehab and Shea Weber retired. Nobody's letting them off the hook. But I just wonder why we should let Vegas or any other team off the hook because of personnel issues. Anyways, moving on. Point two is our NHL top five and bottom five. I know you all wait for it every week. So let's go, guys, with the top five teams from the RP show is put together by the host, the number one team. I was overruled on this one. It's the Colorado Avalanches, the number one team in the NHL. Have you watched them? 54 wins, 754 winning percentage leads the NHL. The Avs are the team to beat. Number two, who I wanted to have number one, but again, I was overruled. Florida Panthers are the number two team. 42 wins. That's a lot less 
than Colorado. Plus 74 in goal differential. They're the number two team. Number three, Carolina. They're hanging around. This might be the year that they make some serious noise. 42 wins tied with Florida. So there you go. The number four team, the New York Rangers. They snuck into the top five last week. They've gone up to number four. People argued, but now you're seeing why. They've got more points than Tampa Bay, and they just beat the Lightning on Saturday night. And the number five team is the Tampa Bay Lightning because they are still the Lightning after all. Calgary is just on the outside looking in. Let's go to the bottom five NHL teams, everybody. Uh, Number 28 is the Ottawa Senators. I'm sorry, they are very disappointing this season, and they are sellers again at the deadline. Number 29, the Philadelphia Flyers. They can get to overtime, but they can't win. This is an historically bad Flyers team, folks. Number 30, the Seattle Kraken. Retooled after the deadline. They beat the Coyotes last night. At least they're not last. Number 31, the Arizona Coyotes. What can we say? Only 20 wins. Enough said. And unfortunately, it pains me to say it because I do respect the Montreal Canadiens. Blue blank, rouge, but they are an NHL worst, minus 78 in goal differential. They're the worst team in the NHL, and we all know it. Number 32, the Montreal Canadiens. There you go, the NHL top five, bottom five. Before I move on to uh, what I think is a very fun topic, Moose, do you uh, agree or disagree with those selections? No, I like them. There's only one team I would give you for your top five, and that's the Pittsburgh Penguins. They've won three in a row. They've won. They're seven, two, and one in their that? last ten. They got more points than than Tampa. I think they got more points than the Rangers. I don't know. They're in the top, you know, four or five teams when it comes to points. And quietly, Pittsburgh is kind of snuck in as being a real threat for the Stanley Cup again. Yeah, uh, we'll see. As you said, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun here for the next few weeks. By the way, this came in the mail from Amazon yesterday, so I have my breaking news bell. Yeah, so you've got one, and I've got one. you got a home, a home bell and a road bell. Yes, exactly. I like it. Uh, and as I said, we're going to have to say, from the home office in Boca Raton, Florida, here's your NHL top five, bottom five, and the bell was shipped to the home office. Life's good. Uh, This is point four. And we'll wrap this up in the time we have left in this segment. Got a couple minutes. USFL, United States Football League. It's kicking off next month, y'all. Three-point conversions, an alternative option for the onside kick, and a best-of-three play shootout in overtime are among the different rules for the revitalized USFL. Scrimmaging from the opponent's 10-yard line after a touchdown, if successful, will result in three points. In overtime, each team's offense will alternate plays against the opposing defense from the two-yard line. Each successful scoring attempt will receive two points. The team with the most points after three plays wins. Among the other distinctive rules, two forward passes from behind the line of scrimmage are legal. Each coach will be allowed one replay challenge. All kickoffs will be from the 25. On punts, gunners may not line up outside the numbers, and they cannot be double-team blocked until the ball is kicked. And the clock will stop for first downs inside two minutes of the second and fourth quarters. Those are just some of the highlights of the rule book unveiled this morning by the United States Football League, which again kicks off next month. And isn't that interesting? When you're starting a whole league from scratch, which is basically what they are, you don't have to fight with the purists or the naysayers or the skeptics because you're not changing anything. You're just instituting your own rules. My favorite out of all of those, and I know you were paying attention, is the three-point convert. Because in any football game, we know if you're down nine, really, 
with a couple minutes to go, you can start heading to the parking lot, or at least I do. A lot of people, of course, stay to the end. But you know it's over. You know you don't have a chance. If you can say you got a minute to go, you're down nine, it's over. Not in the USFL, and this is borrowed from the XFL. How do you feel about this? I think it's cool. What was the best of three you mentioned? <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're going to have to uh, carry this over to the next segment. Yeah. It's in overtime. Okay. In overtime, you're not scrimmaging from the 35. You're not playing a mini game, per se. You're not kicking off deep. You are scrimmaging from the two. It's a convert, basically. Three plays each three, from the two. From the positive two-yard line, whoever has the most points out of those three plays, if you score, you get two points. That's what it is. Let's talk it's a shootout. About that, They're calling it I the shootout. Do you like cool. it? I love it because think about it. You know, if you're talking about touchdowns or whatever, um, you got three plays, right? So I might go out there in three plays and kick three field goals, three, six, nine points. Now you have to go for a touchdown. And if you don't make it, you need it on your second play. It's, that, that's cool. It's like poker, right? You know, I'm going to go for this and I'm going to go all in. And I really like it. That's cool. Those are the USFL rules unveiled Wednesday morning. When we come back, we got more. We'll get into the CFL rules. We'll get into the Blue Jays signings, CFL transactions, and whatever else the viewers want to talk about. It is your favorite daytime sports entertainment talk show coming to you live from South Florida and the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And we'll be right back on Game Plus TV. We are also streaming live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.